0: Using advanced testing, emerging therapies, and the latest technology, Forum Health providers are at the forefront of integrative and functional health care for all. Your journey to better health starts here.
1: We are going to be talking about brain health, cognitive decline, issues like Alzheimer's, dementia. Um, and other things like that, and talking about it from a functional medicine standpoint. So Cindy is a registered nurse. She is a functional medicine practitioner, owner, operator of New View Nutrition. And this um, topic holds a special place in her heart. And so she has dedicated a lot of time to researching about this and also figuring out how people can manage this condition better and to prevent and delay the issue as well. So, it's very interesting to me and the results that I've seen as a bystander uh, practitioner in her office has been phenomenal. So, I'm really looking forward to hearing um, some of the things that she has to say about her program. So, welcome Cindy, sorry about the craziness, Um, I appreciate you hanging in there with me.
0: Hello, Brittany, thanks for having me on the show today. excited to uh, share some information with you and um, the viewers today.
1: Yes, I am excited to learn. That's the great thing, I think, about these interviews. Um, I I always learn a lot, so I'm looking forward to that and sharing this information with our viewers as well. So let's just jump right in, and I want you to go ahead, and if you could, just give me a quick kind of introduction of yourself, some of your qualifications, uh, a little bit about your years in, in the business.
0: Okay. So I've been doing functional medicine for about 20 years. Um, I worked in this field along with, um, other jobs along the way. And then about 10 years ago, I took this on full time uh, because I knew people needed smart ways to live well and to stay healthy, uh, live in health and wellness on a full time basis. Um, Basically, about five years ago, I decided to get certified in reversing Alzheimer's. There was a great book that came out. It's called The End of Alzheimer's. It was written by Dale Brennenson, who is a renowned neuroscientist, and um, he shows us ways, using a functional medicine approach, to actually reverse this disease state. So about five years ago, I uh, invested in that course and became certified in ending Alzheimer's.
1: That's amazing. That's amazing because not a lot of people know about that. So that's why I'm so excited to bring that to our listeners. Um, So how long have you been working with clients specifically with brain health and cognitive decline?
0: So I would say, you know, really ever since I started with functional medicine, because uh, we see so many patients coming in with uh, declined uh, cognitive function. It it could even be ADHD. It could be um, an inability to focus. It could be um, brain fog. There's just so many levels. So I've been treating that as a functional medicine practitioner, as you have as well Mm -hmm. for many years. Yeah. Um, So I've been, dealing with brain issues uh, at that level. I think that um, now we're seeing people come in earlier and younger uh, with uh, more concerning symptoms. Um, and so now we're taking it to that next level and moving uh, many of these patients into an active brain program.
1: Wow, yeah. So, you know, what, what do you think made you, you know, cause we see clients with a myriad of, of issues and symptoms all the time. What made you wanna dive deeper into this work with the cognitive decline?
0: Uh, I was watching my own dad struggle with these symptoms and he was actually diagnosed with early stage Alzheimer's and put on a drug uh, called Namenda. I think it was Amenda. And what that does is it basically uh, just slows the progression. You're gonna ultimately go into the disease state. It just slows down that process um, and then I watched my father-in-law go into the same situation Wow. and standing back and, and wanting to be helpful. Right. Yeah. Uh, and there's only so much you can do um, from a conventional standpoint. There, There's not any cure for this disease at this point. Right. Um, and that got me to dive in a little deeper um, and uh, take that next step.
1: Well, that's an awesome reason for sure to have, like I had mentioned, you know, if, if anybody has ever had a family member um, or a friend or relative, you know, go through this. It is it's tragic. It's tragic what? to watch, you know, your your loved one sort of lose themselves a little bit. And you know, especially a lot of these older people are are war, you know, people and people who, you know, were the the rosy the riveter people. And, and when they start to lose that sense of self and that strength, um, it's it's really hard. I watched my uh, great grandma go through that as well and she worked on planes during the war and she was they called her rosie um so that's just it's so sad to watch them lose part of themselves like that
0: it's really a sad sad situation for everybody for the family
1: and for them exactly yeah so hard So you had kind of mentioned this, but uh, my question is, I feel like in in our world of functional medicine, we're seeing these issues happen younger and younger, you know, with with different types of demographics, but, you know, we're seeing it younger and younger. Why would you say that that is?
0: Um, Well, we know a lot more now from a a functional medicine perspective of what's going on with this disease state. And um, a lot of this disease state is created from our environment in our environment compared to where we lived in the 1940s, look Mm -hmm. at how much has changed since 1940. Look at just the food chain, um, the increased toxins, the busy lifestyles, the increased stress. Um, People are coming in, um, basically they're inflamed. Uh, They are very malnourished, Mm -hmm. Uh, they're dehydrated. They're eating processed foods that are full of empty calories. Um, The foods that they're eating are mostly uh, contain uh, saturated fats and trans fats, and they're full of sugars. All of this is contributing to the disease state and why we're seeing it at a younger age, because we're seeing people as early as uh, 40, 45 with the disease state. That is
1: so young. That's so young. Wow. So, so now let's kind of hear more about your brain program you know what you kind of do in there um kind of what can someone expect to to learn or do while they're working with you in the brain program
0: okay so first of all i just want to say that you got to understand what's going on in this disease state and and what we do know now Um, in functional medicine, uh, thanks to Dale Brennenson, is that there are plaques, amyloid plaques. You're probably familiar with that term. And what happens is the plaques are actually doing exactly what they're supposed to do. When the brain feels threatened, uh, the plaques are gonna go up and put a shield and armor around the brain. Wow. So our brain program is going to be very comprehensive in being able to identify The contributors, there's usually about 26 contributors that are causing that plaque to go up and protect the brain. Wow. Our job is to identify those contributors, remove the contributors, and then it helps bring the plaques down. They recede, and then that's when we can get reversal. So in order to do that, our brain program is going to include a lot of comprehensive questionnaires that's going to review all of the body systems. We're going to also do a detoxification questionnaire, a stress questionnaire. um, And then once we meet, we're going to do a brain test right in the office. It's a mocha. Um, This test, it can be easily given. Um, And it gives us a brain score of where you're falling. And are you in mild decline or are you in more moderate to severe decline? Wow. And then from there, we wanna go up. Um, But in order to identify these contributors, we then have to get some testing done. Very important to get a comprehensive stool test. This goes much deeper than where conventional medicine goes. Um, We are looking at the phyla, the microbiome of the gut. We are looking at good bugs, bad bugs, H. pylori, parasites, digestion markers, inflammation markers. Uh, So it's a very comprehensive test. Um, And then from there, we got to do micronutrient testing. We got to see what nutrients are actually getting to a cellular level. Uh, We've got to get involved in some hormone testing, some thyroid testing. Uh, We move into toxins and heavy metals. This isn't all done on the first visit. This takes time. It's a process. Wow. Um, But that kind of sums it up. Um, Most people are going to be in a brain program for a year or longer.
1: Gotcha. Okay. So that, that's really, really cool. I love all the testing because it also gives answers. You know, sometimes we, we have to guess a little bit with things and we can do a pretty good job of that with assessment and paperwork and the way people are feeling. Um, we're usually pretty spot on, but I love that the testing is so comprehensive and, and really just says, look, this is what's going on with you. This is what we need to remove in order to get you feeling better. So awesome. I love that. Um, so you, you've mentioned this a couple of times too, but brain fog, that's a thing that I, I see a lot of, you know, in my own clientele, but it's an issue for a lot of our patients and most of society, I would say probably. So talk a little bit about what brain fog is and how we can improve this a little bit.
0: So brain fog, a lot of people do say that, And, Mm -hmm. and it really does feel like you're foggy. It feels like things just aren't clear. Um, maybe the processor you know is working slower but um (laughs) and and people do um come in with this even sometimes if they're in menopause right Mm -hmm. and it can be a normal part of menopause um it, it most likely is is related to what we call increased intestinal permeability, which is a leaky gut. The gut becomes inflamed over time, and anything that's going on in the gut is going to affect the brain because the same neurotransmitters that are in the brain are in the gut. So we've really got to calm down that inflammation in the brain. We've got to kind of clean up the landscape. Um, If it is a hormonal imbalance, we've got to deal with that. Um, Some simple things people can do is pull away the sugars, pull away the carbs, um, get those out of the diet, get more water in the diet, get moving, get some exercise going, Um, add more of the healthy oils like avocado oil, eat avocado, um, get some omega-3 fatty acids that are GMP certified. Um, Most people aren't eating enough fish. Um, you gotta supplement that, so you need those omega-3 fatty acids. The other thing that I find people are really lacking in, as you probably do as well, is vegetables. Yes. Okay, we need yes. vegetables. Yeah. Okay, we need the fiber. We need the vegetables actually support our built-in detoxification system. And if we're not getting them, you're going to have a sluggish detoxification system. Things are going to back up. Things are going to pile up. And your brain's not going to feel good. Um, so getting those cruciferous vegetables like the broccoli and the asparagus and the cotton Cauliflower, um, eating more of an anti-inflammatory diet, getting away the sugar, getting away the gluten, get, getting rid of the dairy for a while, um, and just see how you feel. Um, so basically, all I'm asking you to do is take out the bad, put in the good, and then see if if you can in, kind of clear up the fog.
1: Yeah. Those are great recommendations. Um, You know exactly what she just said is what I say about almost every single thing I talk about, the five pillars of health, right? So when you go to those basic things, that is the bottom of the foundation of all health starts at those things. So if you really improve on what she just mentioned, you know, not only with brain fog, you're going to see other symptoms improve as well if you're dealing with a lot of different things. Um, So great, great suggestions. So how do genetics play into issues with cognitive decline?
0: Okay, so genetics will play a role. Um, In functional medicine, we always like to get the MTHFR. Uh, That's really important. It helps us have a better um, idea of your detoxification ability. Um, And then the APOE4 is another genetic marker that we like to draw. Um, Conventional medicine typically uh, will use this as a cardiac marker, but it is a genetic marker that we now know is related to the Alzheimer's. Um, If you have one gene, uh, you're at 30% increased risk of getting this disease. If you have two, then you are at 50% increased risk. But if you have zero, you are at 9% risk. So that's a pretty freaky number in all reality. Uh, And do know that 75% of the population will have at least one gene. So you can pretty much assume you are between a 9% and a 30% increase to getting this disease. And I just say, you know, I don't want to play chess with the devil. I would rather prevent an illness than uh, wait till I'm in illness and then have to reverse. Yeah. So well, at this point, you know, people that want to be proactive, doesn't they don't even need a brain program. They just need a lifestyle program. Yeah. Uh, that can help them learn how to live in health and wellness and prevent because we do know that a lot of this is related to our environment. Right. Uh, so let's clean up the environment and prevent.
1: I love that. That's awesome. Perfect way to put that. So your genes do play a role, but they don't define what your outcome is, your lifestyle more than likely is going to direct those genetics on or off.
0: The lifestyle can turn it on or it can keep it off.
1: Exactly. Yep. Perfect. Love that. Um, Okay. So one thing that I always think about when you talk about fat and healthy fat and how important it is for the brain and for our overall health is the, the low fat fad from the 90s. Um, yeah. So this was a big thing that went on for quite some time and you saw all these low fat foods, you know, coming out and all of this. Did that have an effect on that generation of people, would you say?
0: I, I do think it played a role um, and, and that mindset is still around and it's yeah. a very difficult mindset to break. Um, they were so programmed to not have fat, to not have eggs. Um, eggs are very important, especially the yolk, because they're full of it's full of choline. Choline is very healthy for the brain. Um, a lot of people are on statins. They're coming in with cholesterol levels way too low. I had one guy come in that was uh, maybe fifty-five or fifty-six years old. His LDL was, I think it was in the eighties, maybe a little lower than that. Wow. And uh, he was still on a stand and his brain completely wasn't working. This guy couldn't even drive a car uh, Since then, you know, we've completely recovered him and he is living a normal life But I had to really uh, team up with the physician and let the, the physician understand that we cannot have this low cholesterol We need cholesterol for the brain a healthy LDL is really 130. That's where we're happy. Um, and we can lower cholesterol without a stanton. We don't need a stanton on board to deal with cholesterol. Um, so it's important that the brain is getting the fat, but the cells also need the fat. Cholesterol right. actually holds cells together. Right. So when the, the, the cholesterol is too low, that is not a good thing. Um, We want a healthy cholesterol level. We want fats. So, you know, even adding a teaspoon of coconut oil to your coffee every morning is a good way way. to get fat in. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, getting and making sure you're cooking with fats. Use an olive oil at a medium heat and use a coconut oil or an avocado oil at a higher heat. Um, but making sure that you are cooking with fats, adding fat to your foods, um, throwing some nuts on your salad during the day. Um, we've got to get the right kinds of fats.
1: Yeah, perfect. I love that. So this is a progressive disease. It happens over years and years of time. Um, so what are the first signs and symptoms that people should look out for if they you know, have watched grandparents go through this or if they're concerned they, they might have an issue with Alzheimer's dementia in the future, what are things they should be looking for?
0: So people will start saying that they were noticing they were forgetting words like they want to say, you know, we're going to sit around the table while well, they can't remember the word table. Um, a lot of people will associate a, a, like all of these things with normal aging or nor, I'm, I'm just stressed. Um, And some of it can be normal, but you really got to pay attention to what all is happening. If you're experiencing afternoon fatigue on a regular basis, if uh, your coffee is not picking you up anymore, you know, Um, if you're needing more coffee throughout the day, all of these are signs. Yeah. Um, If you notice a lack of smell, uh, we do a peanut butter test in the office and test smell, lack of smell loss of hearing is another one if you're losing your hearing get your hearing checked because that will take you into alzheimer's quicker if the hearing is not dealt with wow Uh, noticing that your processor is you just have sluggish thoughts You're, you're not uh doing it fast you're having to think you're having a hard time the word is at the tip of the tongue but you're not getting it out um people will notice sleep disruptions all of this needs to be accounted for. And if, if the list is piling up, you need to come in and, and you need to be evaluated. Yeah. Um, people will say, I noticed that my husband's putting sticky notes everywhere. Um, I noticed that he can't remember uh, his appointments anymore. Or how many times do people park their car and they can't remember where they put it?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So all of these things are little tiny signs Um, if you've got one or two every now and then, not a big deal, but if they're piling up, you need to get evaluated.
1: Got it. Great way to put that. Okay. So, you know, you had been talking about prevention and, you know, early treatment and stuff. So with this, with this type of condition with, you know, cognitive decline in general, is it best to be in prevention if you know you have a family history or is it sort of like you wait until you see the symptoms and then work on treating it?
0: Personally, um, I practice a healthy lifestyle, okay? And I do that uh, for many other reasons. But knowing that my dad had Alzheimer's, I'm going to be very proactive um, in my own care to prevent that. I think it's way easier to be proactive and prevent this disease, and it's way less expensive right Mm -hmm. so i think prevention is going to be key however if you're already struggling with this it's not too late and that's the message that people have to understand it might take more time it might um you know be a process but we can now reverse this and we have
1: wow that's awesome and so powerful love that okay um so Tell me briefly a favorite story that you've had uh, with helping a patient through this process. If you've seen, you know, a great improvement and there was one particular story that stood out to you, you know, what would that be?
0: The one that comes to mind was actually a, a ga- guy I was working with. He was 56, diagnosed with a stage four That's Alzheimer's long. by the time he got into our office. Um, and he had a very supportive wife and that was very key to his success. Mm-hmm. Um, because when he came in, he could not find his way from my office to the bathroom and back without having to have help.
1: Um and we have a was, very small office just for the people. It's not it's, it's not very it, far away feet. that he would have to go. So yeah. yeah. And,
0: and he was very lost and, and when he got lost in our office there was this look of fear. Aww. Um not only that, but he like just he was gone uh when you were trying to communicate with him. It, it was like looking at an empty soul maybe. Aww. Um so I think that is the most inspiring. And I started working with him before I took the recode uh, certification, um, but taking that certification was able to take this person to that next level. And we had already done so much work and we're seeing so much reversal just with functional medicine. Um, and then finding all those contributors really took him to that next level. Uh, this person had 33 phone reminders a day because his, his uh, wife had to go to work Well, he couldn't even remember, if he let the dog out, to remember to let the dog back in. He couldn't remember to feed himself. He couldn't remember to take his pills or supplements, um, drink his water. He had 33 phone reminders a day. And when we were all said and done, it took about a year and a half to get full reversal. Um, He was at zero phone reminders. But his main thing for, for him was a toxin, and it was jet fuel. And when I found the jet fuel, I asked him if he had ever worked at an airport. He had not, but he lived right across the street from an airport and for 20 years was subjected to that jet fuel. Um, And it piled up in his system and it's a neurotoxin. So once we got that neurotoxin to leave, his plaques came down and allowed the brain to return to normal.
1: That's incredible.
0: uh, Yeah, he's at zero reminders. Uh, He has no reminders anymore.
1: Which is way better than me, by the way. (laughs) Right? I think I have 33 phone reminders.
0: (laughs) Okay, that's just because you're on overload busy.
1: (laughs) So true. Um, So what are some ways people can be proactive with their brain health? You know, you've named some as far as like, you know, exercise and water and all these things, but is there any like, supplements or anything specific you can mention? I think
0: um, knowing your, your risk, knowing that you're at 9% risk. Um, if, if doctor will test MTHFR, that's helpful. Um, getting your APOE4 done, that's helpful. Um, and I think uh, just living a healthy lifestyle. Um, supplements are very um, individualized based on our findings, but always making sure that, you know, even a good, uh, multi, uh, and again, that's not easy to find over the counter. I would recommend something like phytomulti, um, where I know it's the right form of B and B12. Right. And it's got 10, uh, fruits and vegetables in there and, and good. Um, I think probiotic is very, very important. Uh, vitamin D is very important. So the baselines that I'm sure you've already covered mm. in a lot. Um, and then you, it gets more into specifics so that I actually have supplements that can take place of medications that support the brain health, and I, you know, of course, we got to look at inflammation and do we have to reduce that? We have to look at blood sugar metabolism and how do we support that? Um, so, I think the best thing you can do is eating a whole food diet, getting hydration, exercise, and combining that with maybe the omega, the D, uh, maybe a, a good vital multi, um, and a probiotic.
1: Perfect, that's always
0: a good start, yes, right?
1: I agree. The foundational supplements, they're literally. You know, any, any condition is a good good place to start to, to do what you just mentioned. Um, but brain, you know, specifically those healthy fats and, and that fish oil, you know, I think are really important. So good, good tips. So how, what can somebody do if they were interested in doing a brain program with you or learning more? Um, you know, I, I know that you in the past have done the brain presentations, uh, but kind of keep us in the loop of what's going on with that as far as the, the recent times and stuff.
0: So right now, um, we're looking to get those restarted. I'm still looking for a, a, maybe a larger space where we can space people out, put um, you know the Air Surface Pro in there. People can wear masks if they want. Um, we're looking for that. that. That hopefully is on the horizon real soon. Until then, people have been calling and inquiring, and then I can do a Zoom appoint with, appointment with them. Mm-hmm. It's a free consult to let them know more about the program. Um, a phone appointment works as well. Uh, typically, we wouldn't charge for that appointment um, if they just are like a seeking uh, to learn more about the, the program.
1: The program. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then people can always make an evaluation appointment as well, where we can actually do the, the MOCA test and look over some of the forms and make recommendations. Awesome, um, But that's a two-hour appointment, and, and that would cost.
1: Yes, right. Um, So Cindy, thank you so much for joining today. I appreciate you hanging in there through the technical difficulties. Um, This was awesome. And I'm so happy to be able to bring this information to the public. So I hope you guys enjoyed and I hope you learned something. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Take care. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Forum Health Podcast.
0: Forum Health is the first nationwide network of integrative and functional medicine providers. To learn more about this topic and to find a Forum Health provider near you, visit forumhealth.com.